Welcome to the Root Reasons Podcast. This podcast explores the sources of imbalance and unwellness in the body. We will have discussions with health and wellness experts from all over the world that will offer you solutions to take back your wellness so that you can be your own health advocate and stop chasing after those symptoms. We will also share stories of resilience, hope, and healing. I'm your host, Jessica Bricky licensed massage therapist and functional nutritionist. I can't wait to share with you today's topic. So let's get right to it. Welcome to the Root Reasons Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Bricky. This is all about realistic wellness conversations. We're going to discuss anything from root cause to realistic support and stories of resilience and inspiration and finding light at the end of your tunnel. It can all happen. So come on in, let's get started. Today's topic is about postpartum thyroiditis. So if that is you, or you have not felt well after your pregnancy, or you're pregnant, and you want to know things to look for, or years ago, you didn't get answers to this way you felt, um, you know, after having a child, listen up, let's talk about this. But first I'm going to share with you my own personal story. So if you've been listening to my podcast or you've been following me on social media, you know that I talk about the fact that I have been diagnosed with multiple autoimmune conditions. And it took many, many years, even though I am a holistic practitioner myself, it took many years for me to really understand autoimmune conditions, what they are, where they stem from, how to help them. And my journey started way back many years ago. Gosh, uh, my oldest is now 23 years old. And I was what I thought was in remission with endometriosis when I was pregnant with him. But my endometriosis journey started in my teens. I had a doctor that was willing to help me figure out what was going on, what that pain was. I had been previously told that the pain was all in my head because there was nothing wrong. But I had found a doctor who was willing to explore what was going on with my body. So we're talking 30 years ago. Wow, that's a long time. 30 years ago, when I found a doctor who was willing to at least help me figure out what the pain was that I was having. And through my first laparoscopic procedure, they went in, they found out that there was um, endometrial scar tissue, that they did clean some of that out. And I had a long period of no symptoms, and then it returned with a vengeance. But when I was pregnant with my first pregnancy, and I had not yet at that point been diagnosed with any other autoimmune conditions, all of that went away. All of my symptoms of the endometriosis went away. And I didn't know why. I just knew it was awesome because I didn't have the pain. I wasn't suffering anymore. And the doctors that I was seeing at the time thought that being pregnant was going to keep the endometriosis in what they said was remission for an indefinite amount of time. I was all in. That was fantastic news to me because I'd been suffering at that point for about 10 years and I was really, really uncomfortable and anything to get rid of that pain and discomfort that I was having would have been, was great news to me. I didn't understand the connection to the hormones. I didn't understand what autoimmune conditions were. And by the way, endometriosis has not been labeled as an autoimmune issue, although it has a lot of the characteristics, I think someday we may find out that it is an official autoimmune disorder. 
I know that in my practice, when people are coming to me and seeking out advice, I certainly treat endometriosis as an autoimmune condition. So my story is this. When I was pregnant with my second child, again, the endometriosis symptoms went away and it was great. And through breastfeeding and I didn't have any more symptoms, it was great. And then child number three, which I didn't know I was going to have three. I just decided, my husband and I decided um, after some time that two wasn't enough, our family wasn't complete. Let's, let's do it again. And we had our third son. And it was after that delivery that I became really, really sick. I had days that were so debilitating that I couldn't even lift my arms to feed myself. I was that weak. I couldn't lift my head off the pillow on some days. And here I had two young little boys, toddlers running around and a newborn baby. And I was really suffering with whatever it was that was going on with my body. I had blood work done. Um, I was seeing an endocrinologist because my blood work was bouncing. Either my thyroid was showing that it was overactive and then I would go back two months later and it was underactive and it would bounce back and forth. And I went through this for about a year of this back and forth of not feeling good, having really amazing energy and like I could light the world on fire with it and then having days where I literally couldn't get myself out of bed. I can remember, and I tell the story a lot, having um, to change the clothes out of my son's dresser, right? He was had outgrown what he was currently wearing. And it was time to do that whole turnover, go through the dresser, go through the closet, get rid of the things that no longer fit him, put him in storage. And then we knew what we needed to replace. And we were in my middle son's bedroom and I had emptied out his dresser and I had clothes all around me. My mom was visiting And she was helping with the kids downstairs and I was upstairs. And all of a sudden, this overwhelming sense of fatigue came over me. I mean, I'd I'd cleaned out the closet already and I was working on the dresser. And like I said, there was clothes everywhere all around me, all these stacks of clothes. And I just laid down for a second. I thought if I just laid down for just a second, I can keep going. I can finish out this project. But then I couldn't get up. Once I laid down, I could not get up. I was having another one of those episodes, which was happening in the middle of the day. Thank goodness. My mom was there um, to help a get me up off the floor. B help me get those clothes, you know, that were taken over my son's room. So he could go to bed later that night and C feed me, just put me to bed. Let me get some rest because apparently that's what my body needed. I had no idea what was actually happening but it was debilitating. It was embarrassing. It was depressing. It was absolutely horrible. I felt like a horrible mom, a horrible wife, a horrible daughter, just couldn't get out of my own way. So what was all of that? Was postpartum thyroiditis, which I know now, but I didn't know then. So let's talk about what that actually is and what happened. So our body has a lot of hormones that it's got to rebalance after pregnancy. And it doesn't happen only even in a full-term pregnancy. This includes rebalancing even after a miscarriage that could only have lasted just a few weeks, four to six weeks. We still already have had a surge in hormones that our body still has to recover from and rebalance. The thyroid produces more T4 than usual during pregnancy. 
whether you're four weeks pregnant or you're nine months full-term pregnant, okay? This can even cause the thyroid itself to swell. The thyroid can swell because it's producing so much extra T4 during pregnancy. The other thing that happens is progesterone is also increased during pregnancy. In fact, a lot of miscarriages happen when the progesterone doesn't rise properly in the beginning of pregnancy. But one of the nice things that I experienced with pregnancy, which is um, when I was talking earlier, just a few minutes ago about my endometriosis being in what they called this remission state was that progesterone reduces inflammation. It also reduces autoimmune flares. So my endometriosis was quiet with each pregnancy for the length of the pregnancy in about eight, at least eight months. It was a little different with each one. It was uh, worse, obviously, with the third. But with the first two pregnancies, it was about eight months postpartum that I had no symptoms of everything. I felt amazing. So that progesterone that was still floating around in my body was helping me not have the endometriosis symptoms. After pregnancy, progesterone drops quickly. So autoimmune flares are common and inflammation rises and our immune system is trying to regroup and figure out what in the heck is going on here. What is going on with the body? PPT or postpartum thyroiditis is usually caused by Hashimoto's an autoimmune hypothyroid condition. Not always, but usually. Oftentimes, the antibodies were present pre-pregnancy, but the hormone changes triggered a fast response or a symptom flare. Okay, so all of the things leading you to this moment already existed before pregnancy. So pregnancy didn't suddenly say, you didn't get pregnant and suddenly your body said, okay, now we're gonna give you Hashimoto's Nope, you were predisposed to having that prior to the pregnancy. The pregnancy was just the trigger. Postpartum thyroiditis usually shows around the two to six month part after pregnancy, after delivery. Um, but it also can show as late as up to 12 to 18 months later. So, you know, if, if you get to that 12 to 18 months later and you're suddenly having these symptoms, it can be still related to the pregnancy that was the trigger for all of that. And it also can be impacted by whether you did or you did not breastfeed because we're producing different hormones during the breastfeeding stage as well. Often, and as it was for me, my third pregnancy, uh, we have a hyperthyroid first and then a hypothyroid. So that was the bouncing that I experienced. Only I went back and forth a couple of times. But usually, um, if it's going to happen, you get a really big surge. Your, your thyroid is overactive. And then it comes to a screeching halt and it's underactive. I thought for me, when it was happening, that I was going crazy. I really, truly did. I couldn't wrap my head around what was going on. And, you know, looking back, I think that if there was more discussion all those years ago about postpartum depression, I probably would have been quickly diagnosed with postpartum depression, except for the fact that I didn't feel like. I didn't want to engage with people or life. I literally physically felt like I couldn't do it. And because I've not experienced what a true um, postpartum depression is, I can't tell if a woman would feel that exact same symptom or me. I can relate it only to myself and what I experienced, which was for me, it was a physical 
feeling of not being able to do stuff. But postpartum depression probably would align with a lot of the same symptoms that I was experiencing. 20% of those that experience postpartum thyroiditis will experience permanent hypothyroid conditions if they don't get to the root cause, according to the American Thyroid Association. So if you aren't figuring out what your trigger is, pre-pregnancy, not the trigger that, not the straw that broke the camel's back, the pregnancy itself, but the pre-pregnancy things that were going on with your body, the root cause that was causing your body to change and give you that autoimmune Hashimoto's makeup in your body. If you don't figure that out, it is possible that 20% of women postpartum will permanently suffer with a thyroid condition. Pregnancy, again, not the cause, but the trigger. So some of the symptoms that you could experience with a postpartum thyroiditis, a sluggish or slow thyroid could be memory loss, hair loss, fatigue, depression, sensitivity to cold, dry skin, constipation, weight gain. If you're in the hyper phase where the thyroid gets overactive at first, you might experience things like anxiety, insomnia, weight loss, irritability, heart palpitations, where it feels like your heart is just racing all of the time. So postpartum, if you start feeling those things, pay attention. The swing might be coming the other way. We want to know what it is that's going on with your body and try to help you either resolve that or avoid that altogether and certainly find a place of healing for you. So what women are at risk, anybody that has had any kind of period of thyroid condition prior to pregnancy, you're at a higher risk for this. Anybody that has other autoimmune conditions that you have been diagnosed with. So usually when you have one autoimmune condition, it is very common to develop multiple. I'm a perfect example of that. Endometriosis, sarcoidosis, and Hashimoto's are the names of the things that I have dealt with in my autoimmune world. So if you have had one prior, you are at a higher risk of developing this postpartum. Anybody that has antithyroid antibodies that have been discovered prior to pregnancy. And there's the genetic factor too. I don't like to dwell on the genetics too much because I don't feel that just because mom or your sister or your grandmother or all of the above had it means that it's your life sentence and that has to be what's going to happen to you. It could, but we could also figure out a way to keep your body in check so that those triggers don't set it off. And we can work on healing your body and making sure that you are not unwell with the thyroid problem. So what are the treatment solutions for somebody that has developed a postpartum thyroid problem? Number one, again, and I say this over and over and over and over, let's get to the root reason of the condition to begin with. Let's look for inflammation. We want to talk about and look for stressors, both internal and external stressors. So as a new mom, especially as a new mom, you're going to have a lot of stress. You're not getting the sleep you normally have. You have um, you know, all these worries and fears about your newborn baby, especially as I'm recording right now, we're living in a pandemic world. Uh, you just don't know what the potential exposure risk is for, for your baby. 
there's all these external stresses that you're not going to avoid. If you've gone back to work, that adds outside of the home, that adds another extra layer to those external stressors. Really probably aren't going to do a lot about those because life is life and it's it's a challenging time. But the internal stressors, those are the ones that we want to focus on. So what are the internal stressors? They are going to be underlying infections like viral and bacterial infections, fungal infections, exposure to mold. Those are things as well as the inflammation that I already spoke of that we need to address and get rid of. Poor sleep, adrenal health. Adrenal health, that's something I'm going to do an entire podcast on, but your adrenal health is crucial to what's happening with your thyroid and your blood sugars and so many other things. Foods that disrupt your gut and liver health. So foods can cause inflammation. They can cause a breakdown of the gut lining, which trigger autoimmune condition, especially thyroid, too many carbohydrates, too many you know sweet foods and unhealthy foods are going to cause problems with your liver, which we don't think a lot about our liver, but boy, is that liver important that we maintain that. So we need to get to root causes and look at those factors. Any and all of those could be a factor for you. Number two, you might need hormone replacement. You might need it. And if you do, it's possible that you might only need it temporarily. So make sure that you have a doctor that is open to discussing whether or not this hormone replacement for your thyroid is something that they would intend to keep you on permanently, or if they're willing to just put you on it for a short period of time and really monitor what's happening with your body and whether or not you're going to need it long-term, or you're just going to need it for maybe six to 12 months postpartum to get you through this rebalancing phase of your thyroid. And number three, I would say, as I always say, find a functional practitioner that you can trust and work with to help you figure all of this out because it's a super confusing world out there. There's a lot of information that you can find that is going to both be helpful and harmful to you because it gets so overwhelming and confusing. And you don't want to just start throwing supplements in your body and taking things that are not going to be good for you, or if you're nursing, not good for your baby. Um, You certainly want to get well, but you can do more harm than good if you're taking the wrong supplement for your body. So find somebody that you can work with that's going to help you heal those things. Postpartum thyroiditis is no joke. I know because I went through it. It's really, really hard to overcome. And you do. But when you're overwhelmed as a new mom with this new baby, and if it's not your first and you have one or two or many children and you're not feeling well, taking care of yourself seems to be like, you know, the last thing on the list of what we're going to do. That's our nature as moms. Very often we put ourselves last on the list, but it's crucial that you do. You want to be a good mom, a good wife, a good partner. You really want to make sure that your wellness is a priority. So find a good practitioner to work with. If I'm your girl, then you can find me at root-reasons.com. I'd love to help you. Inside there, you can find a membership where I am able to guide you in a good 
way of eating and lifestyle changes and supplementation as necessary and give you the support that you need to navigate this part of your life and your journey to get well. And if you know somebody that is suffering or um, is about to have a baby, maybe has a history of thyroid issues or autoimmune conditions, pass this podcast along to them because maybe they'll be ready and prepared for what's going to come down the pipeline with their body and make sure that they are aware of all these things. I hope that helps. And I look forward to talking and chatting with you and having a great conversation in the next episode. Like what you heard here? Tired of chasing doctor after doctor, test after test, only to feel like you're either not heard, you're being told you're normal even though you feel lousy, or just simply putting a Band-Aid on your symptoms? Let me help you put you on the road to recovery. Come to my website, root-reasons.com. That's R-O-O-T-R-E-A-S-O-N-S.com. Inside there, you can join my monthly membership where I'll put you on a program and help you figure out what's going on and what is right for your body to help you start healing. Inside there, you'll also have the opportunity to upgrade your membership and work one-on-one with me. Want to learn more? Follow me on my Instagram, Jess B. Root Reasons.